Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This call is now being recorded. Hey, how are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, tell us a little bit about this project. Um, Where they found her is um, my new book. It's um, set in a fictional town called Ridgedale, New Jersey, which is a university town um, about an hour outside of New York City, and it's narrated from the perspectives of three different uh, women. Um, the first is a freelance journalist who's new to town named Molly. She um, has a young daughter but is also recovering from a recent stillbirth, so she's um, trying to kind of get a fresh start in town. And then there's Barbara, who's the town's resident, thanks to Molly. Um, she's got opinions about everything. And then the third is um, a high school dropout named Sandy. And at the opening of the book, um, the body of a newborn is found in the woods, um, and Molly, the freelance journalist, uh, is called upon to cover the story and the truth about what happened to the baby, how she ended up there, um, really is at the intersection of those women's lives. So the book is about what happened to the baby, but it's also really about, um, more broadly, um, what it means to be a parent with a history um, and how none of us really come to parenthood uh, with a clean slate. We're either trying to emulate um, a perfect past um, that we had with our own families or we're trying to outrun a history we'd rather forget. Um, so the book is, is really about that. Well, tell us uh, uh, the um, inspiration to putting this book together. Um, the inspiration was, you know, I, I saw a news account years ago of, about a, a young woman who had been a, accused of, a teenager who had been accused of killing her newborn. Um, the fact that the case weren't known yet, it wasn't known whether or not it really happened or what had happened. But um, that really, you know, struck me and stayed with me. I was pregnant at the time, and I remember um, motherhood wasn't an easy thing for me. I think it's not easy for a lot of people. And um, I was, the story really stayed with me, and I wanted to know, like, how does a thing like that happen and why? And um, what does it mean for, for all of us? And so um, I think then, you know, the, the story really flows from that. There's also um, elements of the story that are about um, on-campus sexual assaults and how universities handle them. So those news accounts really played a piece as well, as well as my own experience as a parent, as a mother of two daughters, and, and the fact that I haven't always found it easy. Um, and I find myself, you know, kind of struggling with trying to balance, um, you know, what my own upbringing was like with how I want to raise my own daughters, and I think it's a challenge for everyone. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, what the message that you'd like readers to take away from your writing. I think that I really want um, writers to ask themselves about the relationships in their own lives, um, to, to take another look at them and, and to ask themselves how are they allowing um, what has happened in their own past dictate their future, should they let that happen? Um, are they letting it happen too much? Um, I also think I, I want people reflecting more broadly on society and and maybe stopping when they're done the book. And I think it's really easy when you see news accounts of, of terrible things that happen to, to very quickly condemn people and, and to, to say, well, that person must be a horrible person to do something like that um, without 
I think I'd like people to take a moment and, and um, next time they see something like that and think maybe they don't know the whole story. Um, so so if I, I think that would probably be the biggest thing. Well, tell us about the writing process for this incredible read. Um, you know, I don't outline my books beforehand. I really start with an idea in mind, but a question I want answered, as I said, kind of about how the history of a family affects its future. But I also start with my thread. I knew there would be a new a newborn, and I knew you would need to find out who that baby belonged to and what happened to her. So I start with those questions, but then I really um, create my characters, and I allow the characters to, to drive um, the story, And meaning I don't outline. So I sit down every day, and I just get a scene, and I write that scene, and I put it down, and the book becomes a puzzle that I actually put together for myself as, as I'm putting it together for my reader. Now, because the books are mysteries of a really intricate plot, at a certain point towards the end of the writing process, I do need to sit down and revise and really make sure each one of those threads really works. Um, but that, that comes later. That comes through revision. Well, tell us about some of the best reviews you've gotten on the book so far. Um, well, I've gotten some, uh, I got some lovely reviews from other authors. Um, Gillian Flynn is the author of Gone Girl, called it a thrilling, lovely novel, which was um, fantastic. And Jodie Picoult, who's a fabulous writer, um, who I'm a huge fan of, both personally and professionally, um, <clears throat> she called it a roller coaster of a novel and a hell of a ride. So those were like, I, I couldn't have been more honored to have writers like that um, saying the things about my work. Um, it's at Barnes & Noble Best Mystery of the Month, um, and they um, had a comment, but, you know, readers of Gone Girl should rejoice um, with what Barnes & Noble said. And it was an Amazon Best Mystery of the Month, a library reads um, pick of the month, as well as a, an Indie Next pick. Um, so all of the InStyle magazine picked it as a, um, an April read. So, yeah, it's gotten some great press, um, and I'm really excited about that, and I've been hearing from my readers. Um, but they're really enjoying it, so um, it's really been it's been great so far. Now, this is a uh, an incredible, incredible book. Um, tell, tell us about what what you've been getting as far as feedback from readers and people that have been emailing, texting, calling, things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, what I'm hearing from readers is obviously interesting because. Now you have another book um, to compare. Like a lot of readers come having having read Reconstructing Amelia, my first novel, and so uh, it's a different process. Um, they're not they're not always coming to me new, um, and so I've I've been thrilled by the response. And and you know in general everyone keeps saying that they're expert. It's a different book. It's about different things. It's structured a little bit differently, although it has many similarities. So I think people are pleasantly surprised. It's a little bit different, but really reminds them of Reconstructing a Million and all the ways that they, they want to be reminded of it. Um, and I think more than anything, people are moved. Um, I mean, while my books very much are patron mysteries, and I, I enjoy writing that aspect of them, they are emotional books as well. Um, they really, the characters go on an emotional journey, and they really connect with people. And I think, you know, what I'm hearing is the book is doing just that, that people are really, like, moved emotionally at the same time. And that's most exciting to, to hear that your book is reaching people in the way you wanted it to reach them. Well, tell us what's next for you as an author and how can fans reach out to you? Um, what's up next for me is um, a young adult trilogy called The Outliers. Um, the first book will be out next June. 
and that is, um, you know, it's a bit different because it's a young adult book. It's not dystopian. It's set in the present day, but it does have a science fiction or speculative element. Um, it, it asks the question, you know, what if women's intuition um, were found to be a scientifically verifiable fact? How would that change the world? That's the kind of arc of the three books. So that comes out next June, um, and I'm excited about that. And um, for people to reach me, the best place probably to go for the most information is my website, which is Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y, McCreight, M-C-C-R-E-I-G-H-T.com. So it's KimberlyMcCreight.com. I also have a very active presence on Facebook, which is McCreight.Kimberly. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Kim McCreight. So those are all places people can find me, and the book is – you know, at your local independent bookstores, at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and there's um, an exclusive edition in Target as well. So it's all over the place. Well, thanks for being with us today. Really appreciated the conversation. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.